We here at Racket Rock would like to thank our patrons. Severick. Michael Hopkins. Yodlitz. Brownie Davis. Dead Gunner. Michael Drescher. James Burns. Michael Davis. Stephen Vest. Steve Araiza. Carl Black. And William Wilson. Thanks, everyone. And then that's when I put my finger in it and it stopped hurting. (laughs) Great story, James. Anyway, how's your sex life? Hey, everybody. Welcome to another Ragnarok (laughs) actual play. Uh, I am Ryan, uh, and I'm going to be GMing this session. This is um, Delta Green Impossible Landscape, Session 3. I'm going to be the handler. Um, Our intrepid agents have so far had some bizarre encounters in the McAllister building. Um, Let's go ahead and we can introduce them. I'm Meyer, and I'm playing... Uh, Philip, something. Bennett. And I, Garnett, Philip Garnett. And I am in the FBI forensics. Uh, And he likes conspiracy theories. And he does not like listening to Dimitri talk about the JFK assassination. Dimitri insists on bringing up that old chestnut all the time. So, looking at the recording studio here with the levels, I want you to know, Meyer, that for a good five seconds, your track was just entirely green. You you hit top volume and just maxed out and kept going. You're welcome. Yeah. Um, all right. So, I guess moving on. Uh, let's let's move on to Acos. I'm Alex. And I am playing Dr. Melinda Crabtree. She is a, she works for the FBI, and she is an occult analyst who specializes in profiling fringe religious groups for the FBI. She got a lot. She got a lot more popular in the bureau after Waco, uh, and she is just having a grand old time. Nice. Um... Moving on to Mr. Cristobal. I'm Chris, and I was muted. Uh, My character's name is Hal Eckert, and he's a um, federal marshal, a U.S. marshal. Let's see, he's a 34-year-old guy. He's uh, on the taller side. I don't know. That's about it. His name is Hal Eckert. He goes to a boxing gym. That's right. He goes to a boxing gym. He's a boxer, an amateur boxer. Um, let's see. Oh, look. I've got some distinguishing features here. He's got a mean right hook. He can take a punch, and he is charming. Nice. So there you go. Uh, and uh, last but not least, we have Mr. Jimmy Jam Jam. Hello, I'm Mr. Jimmy Jam Jam, and I will be playing the very fun and very uh, um, popular Dr. Benjamin P. LaHooser 
He's a 35-year-old uh, doctor. Um, he has a few ex-wives and a current fiancé who is uh, just trying to go big and bold for the wedding. And uh, I had to yes her and give her my credit cards so that I can go on this mission without causing another problem in my relationships. And, uh, yeah, uh, and he's, uh, he's having fun hanging out with the, the crew here and, uh, and is doing his best to not go insane. And that is definitely a difficult prospect in this scenario. Um, all right. So, uh, what do you guys remember for the last two se- from the last two sessions? Let's, uh, give a little bit of a recap. Well, I remember the, uh, the, the, James and I went to go on the roof with that one guy, and instead it was the, the smoking room, or what was it, the, the bar? The, the sitting room, lounge. I think you called it? The smoking yeah, it lounge. The okay. Smoking lounge. Close. And there was that uh, weird guy saying, sitting there that wanted to play cards, and that's where the night manager's office was. Um, and apparently there was a staircase up as well, because there were at least seven floors I think that we've heard of so far um, even though it didn't seem to be any extra floors above I mean we were supposed to be going on the roof so there shouldn't have been more floors yeah you have to believe and feel the floors and the staircases to get there uh, I believe that we got trapped on a floor where somebody was being chased around by shotgun toting people oh yeah that's right the door we came through changed and went somewhere different yep um, anybody got anything else I'd like to add to the recap? Uh, we keep seeing the symbol for the king and yellow group. The And there's a copy of the king and yellow in the apartment building, which Melinda would very much like to read. I think there was also another but, uh, play the people that we were looking the apart- for too, right? Well, there's a play that was written by someone about the people living in the apartment building and the things that are happening in the apartments. And then there's The King in Yellow, which is the play. Also, uh, the the woman that we're looking for apparently moved up to, uh, Abigail Wright apparently moved up to the sixth floor with some uh, uh, salesman Encyclopedia. who carries Encyclopedia a, a leather briefcase. Yes. That carries a leather briefcase and wears a like. white suit. Yes, nobody likes him. Probably because he's such a successful salesman and they're jealous. Yes, because well, it's hard, encyclopedia it's hard is a to, business. It's also hard to win an argument against an encyclopedia salesman because he can just look up anything you're saying and show you that you're wrong. Yeah. Yep. No other way to do that. Well, not, not in 1995. Definitely not in really the, the 90s. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's right. I forgot. That would be a lot faster than trying to look it up online. Um, all right. Uh, so just to fill in a little bit of the detail there, um, you guys are still um, inspecting all of the items uh, glued, affixed, or otherwise epoxied uh, to the walls of Abigail Wright's apartment. Uh, as you pointed out, the other tenants of the building have indicated that she moved upstairs to the sixth floor with the encyclopedia salesman. Uh, you ran into Thomas Manuel, um, who is the gentleman lives across the hall 
uh, from Abigail. Uh, he took you up to the smoking lounge where you met Mark Rourke, the card player. Um, and he also, um, I don't know if you guys remember, uh, you, you realized that he had been, uh, recording Abigail's empty apartment with, uh, with a microphone that was strung across the hall. Um, you also, uh, you also met, uh, Michelle Van Fitz, who is a tenant who lives on the second floor. Um, she's the person with the copy of the play last, uh, Thomas Manuel had heard. Um, oh, Chris, could you, could you mute your mic? It's, it's kind of noisy. Yeah. Sorry. That's okay. That um, was not stealth typing. No, no, it was not. Um, but, uh, Melinda ran into, Melinda and, um, Meyer's character, whose name I'm forgetting, uh, Philip, uh, ran into her in her apartment, uh, where she came very close to, uh, stabbing one of them with an antique tomahawk that she was hiding behind her back. Also, her apartment was bigger on the inside. Right. Um, so you guys have discovered that there's this, uh, nutty spatial anomaly, maybe, that seems to affect multiple localities in the building. Um, you, you think you might have an idea of, uh, what the supernatural vector is, but you haven't been able to, um, chase it down. Um, you haven't been able to find Abigail Wright, um, and you have found a couple of, shall we say, interesting items uh, epoxy to the wall in her apartment. So let's say after this weird trip upstairs, um, Ben, Benjamin and Hal um, come back down uh, along with Melinda and Philip, um, and you all reconvene in the apartment. Um, I think... Chris's character and I were planning on going outside to analyze the outside of the building to see if it actually looked like it was bigger. And I think we were going to go and get the building plans to see if when this building was constructed and um, like how, how, it, how the layout's supposed to look. Okay. I was also thinking we should probably uh, send word to our handler. And then I remembered that we're going to have to, since it's the middle of the night, we're probably going to have to find, like, an internet cafe, because the only way we can contact them is via email. Right? That's the only way we have to contact them? Uh, yeah, he gave you he gave you an encrypted email address. Um... Yeah, so we're going to have to either wait until the morning for, like, a library to open or go find an internet cafe. I mean, alternatively, there's a, there's a phone jack in the wall. I can always say that uh, if you guys want, one of you has, like, uh, a portable DOS laptop with a modem. Oh, God. Uh, well, I mean, I don't think it's my – let's see. I have zero computer science. It ain't me. I've, I've got 15 computer science. I suppose I could have had the computer. 
Um, all right, so it's uh, it's the middle of the '90s, so it's not quite like an old compact where you know you've got a briefcase sized thing, but it is a chunky boy. I mean, I have forty in computer science. I have sixty in computer science. Oh, all right. Well, maybe James should have the computer then. It's it's in a backpack that's pretty much strapped with a thousand straps. All right. So uh, yes, if you if you want, um, you can you can plug into the phone jack, um, connect to the uh, you know whatever whatever email server you're using, um, and uh, and send him an encrypted email with a with a status update. Um, so, so what do you want? Is this something we can to... just do, or is this uh, something we have to roll for? No, you can, you can, um, you can just do it. What do you want to? What information do you want to give Marcus? I mean, I could always just open the laptop to the email and let uh, whoever needed to send the information what information. Just like here you go, just have fun. Well, we we all need to send the information, but uh, we we need to tell them about. Uh, the spatial anomalies in the in the structure, and about how Abigail may have been relocated to the sixth floor, which doesn't exist. Um, also, the play "The King in Yellow" is apparently in play somewhere here in the apartment building. Apparently, it's all related to "The King in Yellow," the play. And that understanding that play allows them to access non-existent areas of space-time on the upper floors of the apartments. If you want me to write it, uh, Abigail, uh, no, I'm Abigail. Uh, Melinda will just write it out. I think maybe you should also include about the encyclopedia sound. Right. Yes, that uh, Abigail's apparently moved in with. An encyclopedia salesman on the sixth floor of the four-floor apartment building. Or is it three floors? Um, well, it's, it's yeah, it's it's technically um, it's it's three floors in a basement. Right. So she's moved in to the sixth floor of the three-four apartment building. Right. I will send that on an email to our handler. Because she Marcus. understood. We couldn't understood, but she Ryan, understood. you're not stealth typing either. No, sorry. Alright, hang on a second. I'll mute myself so I can make some notes. Yes, so we'll send that all. Yeah. Is there anything else we need to include in our update? Because, I mean, we've been at this for hours now, so it's probably good to send an update. I mean, there was the other the other play, too, about all the people uh, that live here. It's probably worth mentioning. Okay, yeah. That's pretty and, fucking weird. Uh, your guys' experience on the fourth floor. Um, so uh, are you yeah, guys... Uh, question, are, are you guys just uh, reporting in for a, for a sit rep, or are you, like, asking for backup? You want You want further instructions, like... Yes. 
any and all of that? Yes, please. Okay. Um, all right. So uh, you you mentioned those points, um, the spatial anomalies. Uh, you were told that Abigail Wright moved to the sixth floor with the encyclopedia salesman. Um, the and there just, may actually be a sixth floor, so that we just don't know how to access yet because we don't get it. You suspect that the ve- the vector may be um, a, a play called the King in Yellow, um, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, you know, asking for you know further instructions, any any assistance he'd be able to provide, you know, whatever. Um, all right, so you send that off. It's going to be a while before he can respond to you. Let me see. Uh, considering um, it's like late at night uh, and I know I want to do some research on the building, can we just say that I can get into the records like online? I know like nine, online databases weren't that big in the 90s, but if you watch any movie in the 90s that deals with hacking, it's like I'm in the database. I'm in the earth. I can I can hack the earth. Um, well, there is there is actually some uh, information available on the internet. Um, you have twenty percent or higher computer science. I have sixty. Sixty percent. Okay. Um, so I'll just read from the book. Searching the nascent and sparse 1995 internet, uh, agents can find recently digitized public records for the building, including the date of its construction uh, permit. Uh, as the Lundeen House, uh, constructed 27 May 1921, uh, completed 21 May uh, 1924, um, along with the records of uh, sales and purchases. It was sold by the Lundeen Estate on 3 February 1953 to the Star Corporation uh, and on 6 May 1967 to Art Life, the current owner's. Um, the website says that the architect uh, Asa Darabandi uh, was famous for having been involved in a scandalous murder case, but says nothing else about it. So I will post that name in chat. Um, that is the name of the architect. Interesting. Can we can we find out if he's involved in any cults? Any of his like this guy's life story? Um, you want to try to re- research him? All right. Give me a moment. I think there is. Hey, it worked in Ghostbusters. They found out the architect built the building specifically as an antenna. And that was in the 80s. Yeah. Antennas were crazy back then. Yeah. All right. Hang on a second. There is no Raul, only Zul. Okay. 
Is someone dragging furniture across the floor? No, that might be the sound outside. Or am I actually picking up like an axe murderer that's dragging an axe, about to actually axe one of you? Do you still hear it? I, I just muted myself. Did you still hear it? No, I only heard it for that little bit. I think that noise was a plane going over over our house up here. Yeah, it might be that. It might be my fan. Somebody's clicking very loudly. Yeah, sorry, that's me. Okay, here we More go. Code. You know who it is, James. Uh, yeah, he's probably trying to send a message out to, you know, the listeners. Or he's trying to implant some subtle... Notes. So when they hear that series of clicking in real life, they commit murder. Assuming direct control. Okay. Uh, Anybody got uh, art, architecture, bureaucracy, or history at 50% or higher? I have history. My bureaucracy is at 51%. 80 Uh, None of that for me. All right. Um, So you go to the New York Public Library. Uh, They they have their uh, catalog uh, up on the internet, Um, and you you try you know querying the the catalog. Uh, Comes up with two hits: um, a book named The Devil's Craftsman, uh, published by Cavett uh, Monahan in 1952. Um, and A Darkness at the Corners, Elizabeth Ortiz, 1957. Oh, sorry, there's a third one, too. Architecture, Genius, and Mental Illness by Dr. Peter Johansson, 1961. Um, so you can't actually read those books because they're not digitized, but uh, you know that the New York City Public Library has them. What was the second one you mentioned? Um, A Darkness at the Corners. Well, it seems the architect of this place was... certainly made a bit of a name for himself. Was I able to get the building's layout? Um, no, you would have to actually go to, um, you'd have to go to City Hall for that. Well, I know what trip about I'm making. About what time is morning. it now, Ryan? Um, probably getting on toward, uh, 11 or 11.30. Hmm. Hmm. Actually, probably a little later than that. Midnight, um, 12.30. Do we have sleeping accommodations prepared for us, or do we have to make our own way, or do we have to sleep here? Um, well, that would be that would be up to you guys. You could. Uh, there, there is no furniture in Abigail's apartment. Uh, the carpets were rolled up, and everything that is in the apartment that is not bagged and tagged uh, is still currently glued to the walls. Um, there is. Um, a big uh, clawfoot bathtub in the middle of the living room. Uh, so someone could sleep there if you really want to. Um, 
you could you could work through the night or you could probably find you could probably find a hotel nearby i I would assume that uh, Melinda has a hotel because she was coming from Boston and probably uh, got here yesterday, so she probably has a hotel room already okay uh, so she said, well gentlemen i I am exhausted after everything we've done today. I most certainly need a break. I am going to return to my hotel. Uh, and then first thing in the morning, I think I'll head to the library and see what I can find from those books. I could probably get a cot in my room if one of you would like to join me. Well, I definitely do not want to stay here alone. Um, maybe we can see about getting a room for, was it four of us? For the, you know, maybe we can I should, get two rooms. I live close enough to just go to my house. I probably do too, but I have to avoid my fiance. Ah, mm, not a problem for me. Oh, you know what? I probably should bunk with you, Doc, because, uh, if my fiance sees that I'm staying in a hotel in New York on my credit on our credit card statement that might lead to some questions I don't have answers to hmm. and what about you Philip I mean also, I, I, I think... get... go ahead Philip? You died? Oh no. I was wondering what that explosion was. It was poop. He died in an explosion of poop. Oh, also, if my fiance happens to see that I'm staying in a hotel with another woman, that might lead to questions I don't have answers to as well. Well, unfortunately, I am a woman, so that might be a predicament for you then. Perhaps Hal could put you, you up for the night. Sleep on my couch. Yeah, you can sleep on my couch. That would be much appreciated. Philip, would you like to take a cot in my hotel room? Sure. All right, then we'll uh, reconvene in the morning. Uh, I I will go to the library first thing when it opens, uh, and then meet back here as soon as I can. I want to go to the city hall and get the building plans for this and actually see the layout and the architecture. See how many rooms there are supposed to be on here. I assume, Brian, the online catalog said which library branches the books are in? Yes. Okay. Are they all in the same branch? Um, yeah, we'll, we'll say for the sake of uh, convenience that they are. You don't have to go running around across town. Or, or wait like two weeks for them to, have, to be sent uh, into branch. Right. Good. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, so... Uh, Hal and uh, Dr. Lahuzer, uh off to Hal's apartment, and uh, Phil and Melinda head to Melinda's hotel where they get a cot. Um, 
Melinda, Ben, and Phil, all of you make me sand checks. Oh, okay. I fail. I critically fail. Oof. Got a 66 out of 61. And how did you do, James? Eighty-three out of eighty-three. Nice. Okay, so James, you take <clears throat> you take zero. Um, Phil, Phil, you take one, and uh, Melinda, you take two. Um, the okay. the nightmares are uh, repeating, vicious. And seemingly endless. Um, Melinda, you actually scream yourself awake and somehow don't wake Phil up. Um, you you get this sense. You get this sense that the uh, the symbol that you saw, the yellow sign uh, on the wall, the thing that that shrine was dedicated to, it's 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 in your head. And if you could just get it out of your head, that this this would all stop. This would this would go away. You, you need you you really need to to draw it or uh, sketch it and and put it somewhere where people will see it. Uh oh. To get it out of your head. Uh. Is that unnatural or helplessness? Um, that's helplessness. Hey Ryan, are you? Guess uh, who's guess who's adapted to helplessness? Oof! All right. Uh, in that apparently, case, this was a very stressful day for Melinda. How did I double see? check what happens? Um, well, you didn't see the yellow sign, so you you sleep okay. Yeah. Um. And and you actually don't don't oh, even no, well, go ahead. No, I was gonna no, say I would. I could project it, but it would. Uh... He saw the sign in. He saw the sign in Abigail's room. James was like the first oh, yeah. thing James did when he That's stepped right. into it. I forgot oh. about that. So yeah, You're right. Yeah, you thrust it into my face. I, I guess I'll make a roll too. I had forgotten about that. So yeah, let me let me update my notes there. I have seen seventy six. That's not going to be good. Yeah, no. Um, that's above all my things. So I failed. All right. Uh, so in that case, Hal, you also take one, uh, and and same same thing for you. Um, you are uh, just be beset by these visceral nightmares. Uh, you're you're in a in a uh, confined space, and you can't get out. You're in an elevator in free fall. You're being chased through the dark by some uh, clockwork thing uh, with on, on on mechanical feet that wants to devour you. You can't see it, but it's it's just behind you. And if you stop and turn around and look, it'll catch you. Uh, it is it is terrible. Um, you you probably got back to your apartment at uh, you know close to close to one thirty or two a.m. Um, and, and you wake up at about four thirty. 
just in in a in a cold sweat um with that with that same feeling that um whatever whatever is powering that sign uh it's it's stuck in your mind and the only way to get rid of these dreams is to dislodge it put it somewhere where where someone else can see it that seems bad yeah yeah so uh since i'm adapted to helplessness Ryan, i immediately lose 1d6 pow which was 4 so my pow drops from 13 to 9 oof it doesn't um, my- say anything about my sand, so I think my sand stays. All right. Uh, well, we can we can always check but, uh, that. Yeah. Well, I did because uh, it said like it specifically says if you get adapted to violence, you lose one d six charisma and each bond goes down. But it just says that you for helplessness you just lose one d six pow. Okay. Yeah. Um. Uh. So, so Melinda, you you just um, like I said, scream scream yourself awake. Uh, you you look over and and see Phil in the cot next to you, uh, also like tossing and turning, but but not awake. Um, you you run to the bathroom and you know kind of throw some cold water on your face. Um, and and you look at yourself and and you realize looking in the mirror just how far out of your depth you are. Yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, after, after another couple of hours of, uh, you know, furtive sleep, uh, you guys wake up, um, and, and start the day. Um, who would like to go first? I guess I could. All right. Um, so you are headed to City Hall to get the records on the building, correct? Yeah, I wake up, I stretch, and I go, ah, that's great. Hey, uh, do you have any coffee? Yeah, yeah. I think uh, Hal usually wakes up pretty early, so maybe he's already got some coffee going. Yeah, thanks so much for putting me up, man. I slept great. Your couch is really comfortable. I'm glad one of us slept great. Oh, hi. Uh, rough day for you yesterday. <laughs> I just can't get that stupid sign that the yellow. King or whatever you guys found out of my head. It was almost haunting me all night. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. That's terrible. I mean, yeah, that, that sign must have some sort of uh, supernatural ability to it. Oh, well, yeah, it must. So you're heading down to the apartment or are you going to come with me to City Hall? I think um, I think what I'll do is if you're going to be going and getting the floor plans, I'm going to go maybe buy some paper and I'm going to go to the apartment and kind of sketch out what the floor plan seems to be. Ah, I see, I see. That's actually quite so we clever. Can compare. 
I have a funny feeling they're not going to match. Yeah, there's something that's, uh, I don't know, deep inside me that's telling me that, that you're correct. That, uh, that is not going to click. That's not going right. to, not going to align at all. Well, hopefully a little bit, but yeah, I have a feeling you may be right. It's all right if I use his phone to call a cab. Yeah, sure. I mean, I think we're in New York City, right? You could probably yeah. just kind of go and wave one. Well, yeah, that's yeah, true. But I figure it gives on. me time to have a coffee and, you know, maybe take a poop, shower. <laughs> he said he put you up. He didn't say anything <laughs> about letting you use uh, his toilet. <laughs> there is a uh, $5 fee for the bathroom. You know, take a shit shower and shave in that order. Um, okay. Uh, any other sure. order is just wrong. All right. Uh, so shave before you take a shower. You can wash all the blood off from when you cut yourself over and over again. Or I'm just bad at it. Well, they say you should do it after your shower because the hot water opens your pores, so it makes it easier to get all the, uh, the follicles. Yeah, I have heard that too. Um, so we, we cut over to uh, Melinda's hotel room where it is um, like 7 a.m. Um, Dr. Crabtree, uh, you you have watched the numbers on the clock tick slowly toward morning uh, and and uh, yep. pa- a pallid blue light has has come in through the through the curtains, even even underneath the blackout drapes um, and and Philip, you also wake up. Um, and, and you, you slept like garbage. Sounded like you were having some nightmares. Uh, yeah, you could say that. Yeah, me too. I'm going to get out of here and go to the library. Do you want to come? Uh, no, I think I'm going to go back to the apartment and, uh, keep, uh, cataloging all the stuff on the walls. Alright, just be careful there. That place isn't right. Yeah, definitely not. That's why we're investigating it, right? Yes, but it's just... I don't know, I'm I'm not used to being so hands-on with these things. I gotcha. Is there anything else you think I should... I I have those three books about that architect. Is there... Anything else you think I should research while I'm at the library? Not that I can think of. Alright, well... Maybe something about the person who made it? I don't know. Yes. Alright, well, I'll see you back at the house then. Or the apartment. Yep. Alright, have Just fun. Lock up when you leave. Yeah, Definitely. Uh, I'm going to help. Of course, not not a problem. I'm going to hail a cab and head to the library. I'm just assuming the main branch. Yeah. Um, For the sake of argument, let's say yes. Um, Okay. So, um, you are able to find those books uh, relatively easily. Um, I will give you... uh, 
if you if you spend a couple of hours uh, skimming, I can give you um, the uh, the the short list of facts that you that you glean. Sure, I'd much rather spend a couple of hours in a library than in that crazy place. All right. Um, so during Darabandi's early career, he was called the Picasso of architecture. Uh, he designed. Sh- oh God, that's not good. He designed strange, misshapen constructions that he called thought buildings between 1905 and 1921 in Chicago. Uh, after having what is sometimes called a religious revelation and sometimes a drug experience. Uh, he moved to New York City in 1921 and took up residence in an unnamed Midtown Hotel. Uh, the nine buildings he erected in New York City all still stand. They are unlike his previous structures, mundane and of, a- and of the age with small, obsessed-about flourishes. Uh, only after his disappearance in 1950 was Darabandi suspected of having drowned at least five children beginning in 1947. Oh. Uh, the books speculate that he may be responsible for many more uh, disappearances. Uh, he vanished without trace in 1950, leaving behind the drowned body of a five-year-old, uh, Isabel Sauer. Uh, huge debts, uh, a logbook which appears to track the deaths of children dating back to 1921, and many, many questions. He was declared legally dead by his mother on September 2nd, 1960. Um, well, well. Uh, is there, is there a map that shows where those nine buildings in New York are? Um, or at least like their, their addresses? Yeah, we'll, we'll say you can, you can find them. Um, you also have history at 50% or higher. Uh, history is 80. 80. Okay. Um, yep. In that case, you find, where is it, is that this one, waiting for it to load, Uh, yes, that is this one, okay, I'm going to move this to the folder, okay, Uh, you find a photograph of Darabandi uh, in one of the books. Um, A careful reading of The Devil's Craftsman finds a photo of Darabandi uh, standing in front of an Art Deco hotel with a B emblazoned on each door. Uh, The caption reads, 1928, Darabandi lived for a time at New York City Hotel, which he helped restore in lieu of payment. Um, you can you can kind of see uh, in one of the other pictures um, something reflected in the in the hotel window, uh, and with a uh, it's a park with a huge flagpole with a distinctive uh, stone base. Um, do you you're not a native New Yorker, are you? I am not. Okay, uh, so you can make me in times five if you want to, to see if you recognize it. Uh, sure. I can do that. Yep, that's a 24 out of 85. 
Okay, so you recognize uh, the Eternal Light Flagstaff in Madison Square Park. Um, the hotel is across, across the street from in the that. park. Yes. Okay. Um, so that's going to take you. Um, that's going to take you probably about uh, four or five hours, say. Before uh, before we cut the if if I look at a map with his nine buildings that he built in New York, does it is there any kind of occult significance to the like where they are? Does it make any kind of shape or uh, anything like that? Like did he build them in a big pentagram or something? Um, no, not that you can tell. Uh, as far as you can see, they're they're just randomly you know placed throughout the city. They just. Funny, okay. funny thing though. All right, just wanted to check. Um, the the map only shows eight locations. Which building is missing? Um, you you look you you find um the the McAllister Building or Lundeen House as it's labeled in the uh, in the book. Um, there there are a couple mm-hmm. a couple uh, downtown. Um, one on the Upper East Side um, by the East River, um, a bunch, a bunch, sort of spread sporadically through the city. Uh, you you look. There's nothing. There's nothing near um, Madison Square Park, though. What? Wait. So, oh, so the hotel renovation isn't listed as one of his? No. You you said he built nine buildings. Or the books said he built nine, right? He built, yeah. Yeah, he built nine buildings in New York. So is the hotel nine or is the hotel ten? Um, you're not sure, but there's only there's only eight listed. There's only eight marked okay. on the map. And the uh, the hotel is not one of them. No, the hotel's not marked, but the the uh, the Lundeen House is marked. Yes. I wouldn't expect the hotel to be on there because he didn't build it. He was just refurbishing it. Right. But then, but then it says he built nine buildings. So either either there's one missing from the list and the hotel is ten, or the hotel is building nine. Okay. Okay. I might... Uh, well, how far is the hotel from the, from the Lundeen house, if I were to... Like, is one on the way to the other... Well, the house is... Wait, no, the... The Lundin house is in... Was it, was it Brooklyn? Uh, Kipps Bay. It's on the east side. Okay. It's on... It's on 2nd oh, Ave. I'd be close. Okay. So if I'm at the main branch, I'm actually pretty close to that hotel. Uh, so I might just go check that out. Okay. Um... All right, so you you might stop over there. All right, in that case, we'll uh, cut over to um, Doctor Lahuzaher. Uh, you head down to City Hall. Um, you're looking for the uh, blueprints of the building. Yes. Okay. Um, so it's uh, it's. New York City bureaucracy, so um, you wait on a long line. Uh, what's your bureaucracy at? 
at 51%. Okay, so you don't even have to roll. Um, getting a copy of the uh, the blueprints um, is going to cost uh, $200. Does the flashing of the badge do anything to help with that, or do I have to pay that out? Uh, the, the, clerk, the clerk gives you uh, a, a smile and says, uh, well, you can always write it off as an expense. Ah, fine. I cough up $200. Um, Okay. Uh, In that case, you get the blueprints. James, I will tell you from personal experience, one one part of the government does charge other parts of the government. Like, they won't mail stuff for us at work for free from the post office. We still have to pay the postage. Oh, yeah, I don't doubt that. Money's uh, especially, you know inter you know government type stuff see how much interagencies get along yeah, yeah. We, they would definitely charge the shit out of we um we we sign um memoranda of understanding all the time with other government agencies uh most mostly um or government entities because uh high schools are all technically uh under under state ed um before we charge them. Um, so anyway, you get the uh, you get the blueprints that I put in uh, the the main chat. Um, looks like there's some stuff that's marked on there. Um, well, you you found the mic wire already. I'm trying to th- see if there's anything in the yeah, yeah. in the chat or in the in the, the uh, agent folder. Okay. Um, so this is this is labeled at you know with the with the tenants' names. Um, the the blueprint that you get is is not. Um, it's kind of a weird handout there. Um, we'll say that uh, you you draw some uh, you you make some notes on the photostatic on the photostatic copy that you get. Um, no, this is all in the original plans. That the guy was insane. Um, you <laughs> you also get uh, some some paperwork, uh, almost almost all of it mundane. Um, you know, in inspections and and stuff like that. Uh, only one item is odd: a single sli- slip of elegant cream colored stationery for the Hotel Broad Albin in New York City. Listing no address, stapled to a city permit. The stationery has handwritten note on it, scribbled in long faded ballpoint pen that says, "I saw the rooms tonight at dusk." I saw the rooms. I saw R O O M S or runes. R U N E S. R O O M S rooms. Okay. Like a mushroom. Yep. A sitting room. And the hotel is the Hotel Broad Albin. Great. So, 
certain rooms only present themselves at a certain time of the day. Great. Um, anything else that you want to do while you're at City Hall? You can... See what else you can dig up in the place? Uh, I think I'm going to uh, see if I can use... Well, oops, I accidentally enlarged that screen. Uh, call doc, uh, call Dr. Melinda Crabtree. Uh, I, she said she was going to the library today, so I was going to call the library from here uh, to see if uh, she came across anything interesting that I might need to look up while I'm here. Um, do you guys have chunky cell phones? Uh, I figured I was just going to use a payphone and call okay. the library and ask if she was um, there. All right. Uh, in that case. I think that's how that worked in the 90s, right? You'd call the main uh, desk? Yeah. In that case, um, Melinda, I guess give me give me an alertness roll at, at minus 20 because you're – Pouring over these books. Okay. Alright. Oh, that, and with minus 20, that's a 23 out of 21. Mm. Alright. Um, so, no. so, so we, we cut over to the library where a, uh, a bespectacled librarian is is uh, you know wandering around um, you know asking asking people if they are um, you know Dr. Melinda Crabtree um, and she she somehow um, comes up to you and asks you without you really realizing what she's saying and you just kind of say you just kind of shake your head and she walks away um, so uh, <laughs> Ben. You, you she, the librarian comes back to, back on the phone and says, I, "I'm sorry, sir. No one here by that name." Oh, sorry. Yeah, I guess I must have missed her. Uh, thank you for checking. Much appreciated. Thank you for your time. Okay. Um, so then we, and I just hang up without saying goodbye. Just like they do in the movies and TV shows, we uh, we cut back to the apartment building. Um, it is it is early morning, um, and we'll say that uh, Phil, you and Hal uh, arrive, you know, almost simultaneously. Uh, so you you meet in the vestibule. We immediately make out and fuck. Damn. Um, not immediately. Let's at least go to that claw tub. Okay. That's fair. It seems like a real fancy place for it. I need a little foreplay. You know? yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, hello. Right. Uh, good morning, uh, Phil. How are you doing? Oh, I'm alright. How you doing? How'd you sleep? Terrible, actually. Just, just the yeah, worst. Yeah. So did me and Melinda. You too? Yeah, we the both had sign? nightmares. Yep. What about uh, uh the, the, the Doc, Doc, Doc B? Doc B didn't say anything about it. I I told him I was up all night dreaming about it, or mm. I guess asleep all night. He didn't mention it, 
So I, I guess maybe he got he got lucky. That's all right. Lucky guy. And it so was your plan for the day. I think I was just going to keep on uh, cataloging the room. All right. Well, uh, I stopped by a stationery on the way. I've got some paper. I'm going to map out uh, as much of the floor plan as I can so I can compare it to. Uh, you know, I found a, 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 I found a floor plan already. Someone made a floor plan of stuff. Oh. Well, why don't you let me take a look at that, too? I'll, uh, I think I might still go ahead and make my own, because this place doesn't seem like it's... I feel like it might depend on who's making the map. All right. Well, I, I bring him to the, uh, but, uh, the apartment, and uh, I'll show you the, the, the floor plan. The map. Is that the one that's already in the uh, thing, the orange one? The Callister map? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. This looks like about door on it. It's got dates on it. Yeah, it's weird, right? Night floors. Three things to compare. Night floors, yeah. A parlor. Parlor. Dead I guy in mask. Parlor. That seems pretty ominous. Oh, Mr. Casted, uh, what the hell's his name? Mr. Castain. Yeah. And what's right his roses? Mr. Castain. And... Yeah. I was, roses I was and there. Butter. I... Yeah, that's the guy. I don't know what roses that's and the, butter uh... is, but Mr. Castain. So he's the manager, right? Office is his apartment to me, the night manager, they said. Oh. So I was in that weird night floor area. Apparently. Well, this is this is good. I'm gonna like I said, I think it's still important I make my own map. We can compare the official records to mine to this one. Yeah, it sounds see good. What we get. And uh, I think I'm gonna start by checking out the outside of the building. All right. Well, uh, be safe. Let me know if you need any help. Good luck to you, too. Thanks. Thank you. You, you, you know, if you see me around and you need me, just yell. It's a pretty small building. You, I guess I'll what if? You. So how about this? Hypothetically, let's say there's a shapeshifter, right? So let's have a code word in case, so we know it's really us. Oh, that's good. Um, wait, don't we already have one? Something about the rain or something? Oh, yeah, that's true. Oh, uh, okay, fine. We'll use that one, I guess. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. what's the weather in yeah, sunny, right sunny Florida? It, what's the weather like in sunny, sunny Florida? And the answer is rainy, rainy all the time. All right, so when you say maybe we should have a code word, I'll just say, uh, what's the weather like? It's, uh, what's sunny, sunny Florida? Yeah. Yeah. You can go. Rainy, rainy all the time. I, I, I think Chris might be a doppelganger, guys. Crap, we just told him our card phrase. Yeah, for sure. That's right. Now you'll never be able to figure out which one's me and which one is me. They're both me. According to me. I think one of them is Will. Ah, I wish I was that lucky. 
Um, all right. So, so Hal, you're going to go, um, you're going to like check around the building. Um, you're, you're going through like the, yeah, I'm, I'm literally going to go outside and walk around the building. Look, especially like on the roof. Is there a, say, is there a fire escape? I can uh, sure. Um, cause I'd like to get on the roof where the door is supposed to go to. Listen, Chris, are you sure you want to do that? You do not have a good record with fire escapes, fire place. <laughs> I'm not. I, I'll. I'll just be sure not to tackle anyone on it. Yeah, as long as he doesn't go down the fire escape, I think he'll be okay. No, it's into the fire escape. I can't tackle someone into the fire. Escape. Um, right, right. So you're you're going up. I wasn't intending to go down. That's just where I went. You're going up the exterior of the building. Uh, just give me give me an athletics check um, to to get the ladder down. Let's see. I rolled a fifty-four, and my athletics is fifty. That's not good. All right. I guess I don't go up to the roof. Well, you you kind of you kind of jump for it, and it's it's just a little a little too high. Um, you could pull over some garbage or something and stand on it. Yeah, is it something like that. Milk crate. I mean, yeah, you can you can probably hell you can climb yeah, on top can, of the dumpster. You can probably uh, you can probably climb on the dumpster and and jump over. Um, Gonna be another yeah, this this role. time with a plus ten. So I have to uh, add ten to my or yeah, ten to your score. It's gonna be 10 uh, no, harder, no, no, no. It's right? it's ten easier. Oh, yeah. So you easier. You add um, okay, okay. forty five. Uh, so yeah, with the with the extra height, you manage to uh, get onto uh, onto the fire escape. Um. Which side of the building are you climbing up? Which side of the building has fire escapes? Um, probably. Well, yeah, the front, because uh, it's it's a row house. I'm sorry. Um, all right. So, see, so are you climbing past anybody's windows? Yeah, you probably are. Well, I definitely would be, yeah, because those windows are coming out to the fire escape. So if there's a fire, yeah. they can escape. Uh, no, because not all not all the apartments. Otherwise, it not would be all a fire the apartments track. are occupied. Which it could be. So I wanted okay, to see if gotcha. you were climbing, if you were climbing past empty, empty apartments or not. Um, but yes, uh, are you are you making any secret of the fact that you're climbing the fire escape, or are you just? Going for it? No, not I'm just going for it. I imagine jumping from the dumpster and grabbing the ladder yeah. is pretty loud. So he's also he's also got a badge that he can just say he's on um, some business. Yeah. I've got two badges: one from the FBI and one from the. Uh, the All right. Marcus. So in that case, um, you you climb up without anyone challenging you. You don't know if anyone saw you. Uh, you you did see somebody on the. Um, the first floor, the floors are labeled ground, first, and second. Somebody on the first floor, like, peeked at you from from behind a window curtain, but, you know, didn't, like, open the window or, or you know, call to you or anything. 
Um, there's a there's a small iron ladder that uh, goes up over the roof, and you find yourself on the roof. Um, it is it is a yeah it's a it's a typical New York City roof. Um, there are there are some chimneys. Uh, there is there is a, a wooden water tower. Do I see the other side of the door that uh, I would have expected to have been coming out when we? Uh, yeah, you see, you see the roof access door. It's right where it should be. I'd like to try and well, let me let me search. I guess on the roof first, to see if there's anything worth seeing other than that. So I can roll for that, right? Search. Yeah. Seven. Yeah. Okay. So I got a thirty-eight. Um, yeah, no, nothing, nothing particularly of note up here. Um, all right. So I'm going to try and go through that door. Is um, it it's make me a luck roll. Call it high or low, and then roll a percentile. Uh, I'm going to call it high. Nope, low. Uh, yeah, low. it's it's locked from this side. And criminology is. Um, I think there is a dedicated skill, but I would let you get away with criminology with uh, minus ten. No, there's no lockpick on that. I think it's. I think it's like a like a, a craft right. that you have to take. Minus ten, thirty-three. So no, um, no. Well, yes, actually, yes. Because minus ten would make it forty, and it's thirty-three. Yeah, so that's a um, success, I think. So you uh, you pop the lock no problem. You use the you use the old credit card trick. Um, it's not particularly well secured, uh, and you find yourself in the uh, stairwell where you were last night. Um, seems to seems to connect just fine to the uh, the building and and sane reality as you know it. Uh, I didn't mention it, but I suppose while I was on the roof, since I've got the pad and the paper, and I have mapped out what the what the roof is. Uh, sure. Yeah, you you passed your search check, so we'll say that uh, okay. you you've got a you've got a sketch of the layout of the roof. It's probably just a rectangle with a circle for the water. Tank yeah, um, like I said, there are also some uh, some chimneys where uh, and and some uh, air shafts like. Void spaces in the building. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I'm going to walk into the building and turn around. It is still the, the roof. roof. I'm going to close the door and then reopen. It is still, it the, is roof. still the roof. All right. I'm going to close the door and think real hard about the smoker lounge. And the open roof. The, door. the roof. The roof is on fire. Um, nope. Whatever whatever it was that was here last night is most definitely not here now. So why don't you go ahead and give me that sand check? That's a four. I'm pretty sure that's going to be good. It's got to be under my yeah. current, right? Whatever. Um, so under. so yeah, it. Uh, you were you were there. It was here last night. There was a there was a smokers lounge with a big fireplace and bookcases and overstuffed leather chairs, and it was right through this door. But it's not here right now. All right. 
that other map said night floor, so I'm going to have to come back and check at night. See what happens. All right. Um, um, I guess other than that, I'll proceed to make my map of the, you know, the three remaining. The, the okay. Three um, so I'll, I'll leave you to do that. Um, you, you don't have keys to any of the other apartments, and you, you're not sure which ones are, are uh, habit, habitated. Uh, inhabited is the word. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be able to map out the uh, apartments inside. I mean, I suppose I could knock and ask people and see which ones let me, but I, right. I don't think I will. I'll just, you know, map out the halls with the doors. And... I mean, you could knock and see if people answer, then just mark off which ones you know are occupied and which ones might Actually, not be. What What I will do is after I've finished my map, I'm gonna go to the big pile of mail at the door. And mark off whose apartment okay. is used based on the mail. Um, I think I gave you guys that information already, I want to say. I don't know. I hope I did. Uh, you did for some of it. I wrote it down in the little uh, the notes for apartment 1A and 2B. Okay. That's uh, and, and apartment 6B. So, hang on a second. I will... Here is the little chart. I gotta. Just a second here. Here we go. I'm going to post this one in the um, the planning chat. So this is the list of tenants that you get. All right. Um, and we'll cut on over to Phil. So, Phil, you open up the door to the apartment, um, and it's it's just as you left it the previous night. Um, it's it's somehow still eerie, even in the even in the light of day, uh, which is filtering in through the front windows. Uh, there is just so much here. Um, so you're gonna you're gonna just get back to it. Yeah, I'm just gonna All get right. back to it, man. Um, in that case, uh, make me make me that search check. You can make you can make two search checks. All right. Uh, can we search or forensics? Can we use? Oh uh, yeah, I'd let you use forensics. Yeah. All right, good. Because the first one, when I crit success, I got a forty-four to sixty. And then the second one, I got a hundred. Okay. 
Um, so it is. That's a crit fail, is, isn't it? A hundred is a crit fail. God damn it! Son of a bitch. So. Thing that you find is this. It appears to be uh, stuck in among the uh, papers that are collaged onto the wall. Um, uh, an airline ticket. Uh, I see. Oh, yes. It says, Michael Whitwer goes to the United June 6, 2015? But isn't it 1990 something, right? It's 95, yes. Something? 95. Jesus. 2015. Future. Going from LAS to Boston. Did he use Spirit Airlines? Uh, United. United kills guitars. Oh boy. It's a jet blue flight. Future. Um, so that's that's nice and weird. Yeah, that's weird. Is it he already took the flight, or he already bought that flight and is scheduled to do that flight in 2015? I don't know. Well, the the flight isn't scheduled to happen for 20 years. <laughs> What's that? A O under this the, the C nine five six seven one. What A O? Um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. Oh, it's AC. Oh. Someone needs to work on their cursive. Could be SO or maybe PO. PO, if it's a PO box. It could also just be NO for number. It doesn't look like an N. No, but it doesn't really look like an S either. It looks kind of like a P. Yeah, the O could also be a C. Yeah. Um, do you do you have bureaucracy, Phil? Uh, yes, I do. 41. At forty-one. Okay. Um. So I'm going to say that your crit fail is that you are you are just stuck on this airline ticket from the future, and you can't really focus uh-huh. on anything else. So if you want to if you want to make me a bureaucracy check, uh, you can you can check with your with your buddies at yeah. the bureau. Um, you know, see if they can run down the name on the airline ticket or any anything else. All right. Uh, I'll uh, I'll contact the uh, yeah with the handler, Mister. Uh, you know, 
We need to we need to email him. Okay. Speaking of which, we need to check that email we sent yesterday to see if he responded. Yeah. So wait, should I? Okay. We probably should have done that or... earlier in case he said, "Do not go back to the apartment, no matter what." Um. So wait, should I contact Doctor Bloom or should I contact people? My buddies at the um, It's it's up to you. Um. You oh, yeah so you, you could both. you could do both. Um, I'm trying to find. We're doing a code zero. Do not enter the building at any, at any, for no reason. We're going to do a code zero on the building. Do not enter the building. I'm just trying to find real quick. Ba-da-ba-bum. Um... Okay. Hang on a second. I gotta roll something. Okay. Um, so, uh, Phil, you you don't have you don't have the laptop. Um, do you? you uh, James had the laptop, correct? We decided. Um, yeah. So then, then you've got a choice to make. Uh, you you know Marcus's real name, uh, so you can you can contact him in person. But you get the idea that he would be not pleased about that. Um, yeah, no. Or you can just call a friend. So I'll contact. Uh... Yeah, I'll call, okay. I'll call, I'll call uh, a friend. How did you do on your bureaucracy check? Let me roll it right now and let you know. It's a failure. Oh, boy. I got a 95 out of 41. I'm doing so right. good. Um, so your, your friend gets back to you... Um, Maybe maybe like an hour later, and says, uh, uh, "Yeah, man, uh, I I ran the name, I ran the name through all the all the national databases. Um, didn't didn't get any hits. Um, no, you know, no known criminals have that name. Uh, nothing nothing related to any active cases that the bureau is." Uh, interested in these uh, currently? Do you do you want me to flag it? I don't know what um, that means. You know, basically, if anything if anything turns up, they'll he'll put a note to contact you. Yeah, yeah, All sounds right. good. Someone by that name was just born today. Yeah. So Thanks, so you spent like the last hour to 45, 45 minutes to an hour just kind of staring at this going over every detail about it and you haven't you haven't gotten much done. Um So 
so we will cut back to um, Hal. You're you're uh, going through the uh, through the building. Um, we haven't we haven't been with uh, James or uh, Alex in a while. So Melinda, uh, we'll say probably about a little after lunchtime. You you kind of finish your your research and come up for air. Okay, uh, so if I'm at the the main branch of the New York Public Library, I'm going to head over to where that hotel would be because it wouldn't be too far from the Madison Square Garden okay. area. Uh, so I'm going to head over there and see if I can find okay. the hotel. Uh, give me give me search. Uh, search. Okay. Sec. Discord's being slow. There we go. Yes, that's a 30 out of 61. Um, all right. Well, it's it's not that strange because this picture was uh, taken in the 20s. Um, the strange thing is the book says that all of the buildings that he, you know, built or, or worked on are still standing. So may, maybe... Maybe it was, this one wasn't on the list or, or shouldn't have been. Um, but you, you can't find you, – you think you find the angle, you know, where that photograph would make sense. Um, but there's, there's no mm-hmm. building there. It's, it's just like a, like a courtyard with a, with a cafe. Um, there, are some, there are some tables set up. Oh. Well, I mean the book's – or, I mean, the newest book is still, like, 25 years old, so it probably just got torn down since then. I mean, it's New York City. They knock down that buildings the all the time. Um, but whatever uh, whatever building uh, this photo was taken in is, is no longer extant in New York City. Okay. Oh, well, well, in that case, uh, Melinda's going to head back to the apartment then, hail a cab and go over. All right. Um, and same, same thing with you, um, Ben. You, you finish up, uh, you, you collect all of the paperwork uh, that came along with your, with your blueprints. You finish going over them and, and making your notes. What are you up to now? Uh, I I make copies of everything. Make sure I have uh, everything all neatly tidied up and in folders and folded nicely. And I uh, make my way right. back to the apartment. Um, as far as I know, no new information has come across, and I couldn't get in touch really with anybody who might know anything else. So that's pretty much was my. So day. in that case, the two of you uh, come in to find uh, Philip, uh, just sort of sitting. Uh, on the on the side of the clawfoot tub, uh, just turning over a, a piece of paper in his hands. What you got there, buddy? Oh, oh, sorry. Uh, uh, I forgot to unmute. A uh, plane ticket. Oh, well, that's going uh, somewhere. Weird. Uh, who took a trip? Um. It hasn't happened yet. 
Oh, it's so for, is it like next week, next month? Uh, it's 2015. Oh, that's not too bad. Like, oh, whoa, what? Two, 2015, 20 years from now. Yeah. Well, there's How plenty does someone get a advanced, ticket that advanced? Yeah, I'll show them the ticket. Huh. This isn't even made out to our missing person. No. This has to be a fake, right? Uh, probably not. It seems like there's some type of time, uh, you know, mess, you know, something, something messing with time around here. Ryan, the this thing scrawled on the I mean, ticket. Would that could it be a PO box number? Could I could I recognize that? Um, as as far as you can tell, you you don't know what the significance of it is. Um, okay. Okay. I mean, there's a chance that. Wow, this is so. There's a chance that the person who took this flight isn't even born yet. I mean, you know, that's that's so weird. No, I don't think anyone's taken this flight yet. Well, whoever's planning it's the to person take this who flight. takes this flight. Oh, where's uh? Well, yeah. Where's Hal? Well, he's making a map of the oh, yeah. building. Okay, uh, I'm gonna go look for him because I want to compare um the because I have the the layout of the building here. Uh, maybe we can go through what he's seen and what what mm. I found. I also learned some interesting things about the architects. Yeah, you know, I think I've uh, I spent too much time looking at this ticket. I probably should keep go back to doing the rest of the room. I stop at the doorway and then look back at what, what you you found stuff out about the the architect himself. Yes, well, um, but, was he a nice guy? <laughs> definitely not. Uh, well, let's find Hal and we'll share all the information together. Oh yes, yes. Uh, all right. Uh, I'll. Uh, you you want to look for them together and meet in here, or do you no, just hang I'll out here? And, I'll stay here with with Phil. You can you can go find out. Okay, I I go and uh, I go look. There is out. there is a thing that I forgot, um, which is um, Meyer. Uh, make me a sand check. You passed it. I okay. passed it. Yeah, no. Uh, That's right. It's just real weird. Yeah. Um, like your face. Oh! Sure my face is very weird. Um, so, uh, Ben, you, you run into Hal. Um, he's he's uh, down on the first floor by this point. Um, Hal, I forgot to ask, are you, are you going down in the basement? There is a basement that's accessible from, um, the, the front. There's the, there's a, a set of stairs in the front of the building that, that head down. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, let me see. So in that case, um, you see. And roll sand. 
the the basement doesn't have much in it. Um, there, uh, there is a, a a washer and dryer hookup for the residents uh, on one end of it. Um, there's some some little storage lockers. Um, Basically, just like separated by chain link for for each of the um, each of the tenants, um, and you see um, what must be uh, Thomas Manuel's uh, worksite, the the painter. Um, Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, poking around in the basement re- reveals that one of the small rooms there has been converted to a painting studio. It smells of oils and paint thinner, um, but looks as though it hasn't been used in some time. Um, make me make me a search roll. Okay. That's a 49. Okay, uh, so you find the following. Um, You find a blank canvas that is labeled My Great Work. Um, You find three plastic pails of linseed oil uh, stacked in the middle of the room. There's a note taped to them that reads, For Sammy to pick up. Sammy, was he the guy that was the painter? Uh, nope, Sammy. Sammy is you don't know who that is. It's not one of the residents. Um, it's S A M I. Sammy. Um, okay. You also you also find a painting of a dancing clown, a child sized clown in yellow and blue cavorts on the on a stage, trailing a white paper dragon behind it. Um, you also see a a canvas labeled a fire in the house, a haunting image of a white faced specter standing on the, on a rug at the top of the stairs in the midst of a conflagration. Um, the rug is a strange aquamarine color and you find one labeled the twins, a young thin man with wispy thinning blonde hair is wearing a hospital Johnny and uh, is duplicated in a mirror. His mirror twin is deformed and muscular with a, with mi- with a misshapen head. Um, and that's what you find in the basement. Hmm. Okay, so a bunch of weird paintings in the painter studio. Not unexpected. Bunch of little storage rooms. I guess I'll uh, map it out and All right. go back upstairs. You're not going to look at his greatest work? Yep. It was a blank canvas. Oh, uh, okay. Nope. That was Entirely blank. Is it pretty good painted canvas. over and yeah, whitewashed or is it just never been painted on um 
Well, I'll ask you, uh, how long do you stare at the blank canvas labeled my great work? Sorry. Um, I mean, not that long. It's a blank canvas, but I mean, I, I would check it out. Like, why is it his greatest work? Is it, did he paint? Oh, I would probably check to see if he painted over it white or if it was um, unpainted. No, it, it looks like it has not been touched with paint. <clears throat> yeah. So then I'm just going to say the, exactly what I said. That makes sense. I met the guy. This does seem like his greatest work. Okay. Uh, so yeah, you're, you're coming up out of the basement and uh, you walk back into the building and you run into uh, Dr. Lahuzaher coming out of the apartment. Doc, Doc B, right? Wasn't that calling you? How would it be B though? Oh, Benjamin. Yeah. Hey, Doc B. Oh, I think James is... Uh, okay. Yep, we are bathroom. Yeah, James went to go. I'm back. Oh, there he is. All right, hey, Dr. B. Howdy. Find anything interesting? Yeah, our painter friend's greatest work and some other weird paintings he did, uh, or I, I assume he did, I don't know. Maybe he just stores them down there. Uh, I saw the roof today. That was nice. Oh, so it does have a roof. Yeah, I uh, I climbed up the fire escape to start with, uh, but once I came back through the door, uh, I tried going the way we tried yesterday, and this time I got the roof. Uh, um, did I meet him in the basement, or, um, or did I meet him coming up to yeah. the basement? I just came out of the basement, and you were coming out of the apartment at the same time. Oh, okay. Huh. Well, what was his greatest work? Does it is it going to let him, you know, know so that he can get up to the fourth and fifth floor? I don't know. It seems pretty self-aware, or maybe he just didn't start it yet. It was basically just a blank canvas at this point. Uh, did he use like uh, black light paint, maybe, or well, I ink don't that have can a black only be light. seen. <laughs> Any ink that can only be but. seen at a certain time of day. I got I got up close because I thought maybe he painted something and decided he didn't like it and painted white over it to start over, but it didn't look like he'd used it at all. Yeah, oh, that's weird. Uh, well, I got the building well, plans. You met him, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's good. I finished. I just finished mapping out the basement and. Uh, uh, actually, Melon. Uh, no, I'm looking at the wrong part. That's why. Philip gave me a uh, another map that he found. Um, so we have three things to compare to. And uh, I think the room we were in is on his map. Oh, Here, and uh, I'll pull it out and show him. The parlor, Mr. Castan... Castanet? Yeah, Castain. Castain. That's where, uh, that's where we were. Yeah, it's uh, not written very clearly on the... Uh, map here okay. anyway and dr crabtree has discovered a, a, a multitude of things about the 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 architect of this building so uh, maybe we can all uh, compare uh, three or four of us can compare things that we found in our notes and we can come to some sort of conclusion 
Well, yeah, let's let's compare notes. I don't know if a conclusion might be a little optimistic, but uh, but yes, let's compare notes. All right. All right, I'll, I'll info when we reconvene in the apartment. So I was, was going to say, uh, in the meantime, uh, Melinda, you check the email. Um, we'll say that uh, Dr. B gave you his laptop and, and you were able to sign in. Um, Marcus has not gotten back to you yet. Okay. All right, well. I'll tell them that, and I'll relay everything I learned about the architect who drowned children, and how uh, maybe, yeah, and how the uh, hotel he redesigned seems to have been torn down. I mean, ideally, I'm thinking it probably only exists at night, but I don't know that in character. Well, there are some rooms that can only be seen at night, apparently, according to some of these documents that I have. And uh, I lay out, like, the paperwork and stuff. So maybe because we were in that magical third or fourth floor or wherever the hell we were, that wasn't the roof can only be accessed at a certain time of day. Yeah, here, look at the map that uh, that Philip – Philip, damn it, I think it's Philip. Sorry. Yeah, that Philip gave me. It has night floors right here. And that's where we were during the night. Oh, good. So now that not only are there extra floors that shouldn't exist, but they only exist at certain times of day? That seems to be what this is pointing to. I, I wouldn't believe it normally, and I would say poppycock if it didn't actually happen to us. No, I I saw the floor. I saw that lounge with the man and the cards. It was real. Not 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 to mention how old that man's money was, and now we have a ticket for a plane ride in the future. So there's definitely something time related reality altering. There's something wrong with this building. And considering that he was a child drowner, or was it? He drowned children? And yes. Uh, at, they suspect at least five, probably more. Okay, that is... This man obviously was disturbed, and either that or was possessed by some demon. That is... I mean, obviously, no sane person would do such horrific things to be able to build something like this building. And he has built eight eight others? Nine others? Well, the book I found said that he built nine buildings in New York. Uh, it only... But when I looked, it only, I only found uh, the addresses for eight, including this one. I think the hotel that he redesigned may be the ninth, but apparently it's gone. But Or maybe we just need to go back there at night. Who knows? Didn't one of the get one of the people say something about uh, going to a hotel, or that the upper floors were a hotel? Um, yes, the guy who you spoke to in the lounge, Mark Rourke, uh, said that he lived here at the hotel. Yeah, that's yeah. Okay, so I'll say yeah. That's what the card player said. <clears throat> so, 
Maybe this building exists at a different dimension at certain times of the day? Or maybe the hotel does. Maybe the, the floor you went to wasn't part of this building. It was part of the hotel that's connected here somehow? Well, that... I don't want to say it makes sense, but... I mean, I work said he lived up on the seventh floor. So we know there's at least seven. Didn't you say... I don't know how big the hotel was supposed to be. Didn't you say, uh, Dr. Lahuzaher, that you found some mention of a hotel? I... Yes, I yeah I did in 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 some of the uh, the paperwork here. That's where the architect was living. Maybe he's and still living there. It's possible. I mean, at this point, I, I'm I'm willing to believe and 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 do almost anything at this point. I I mean. A lot of this stuff was just theory. Like, none of this stuff should be possible. Well, just to remind you guys, your your remit here is to discover um, what happened to Abigail Wright. Uh, if there is some supernatural connection or threat, uh, and if there is, uh, you need to see what you can do to contain or destroy it. There's definitely a supernatural mm-hmm. connection. Uh, as far as contain or destroy, uh, I guess that would depend. Maybe if if the things only exist at night, maybe we should check one of his other buildings as well. See what that is, or the hotel. I think I might go back to where that hotel is at night and see if there's anything. We could always check up on those other buildings while we wait. Well, if they only have night floors, then we're not going to be able to find anything now. Well, we might find a bunch of weird people who don't bring their mail in. I suppose. Could we check we wouldn't be able to check online who owns those other buildings, could we, through city records? Um, that would mean going back to City Hall, likely. Right. What do you guys think? We could... See who owns. Well, before we go anywhere, hmm? sorry. I was gonna say we could see who owns the other buildings. If there's any connection, like if one person or company owns all of them, that might be something to note. But that's gonna be a whole other trip to City Hall. Well, I was gonna say before we go anywhere, we still have three sets of maps we can compare and see. If there's any weird differences between the the original plans, what I just mapped out, and the map that uh, Philip found. True. So actually, is there something we could roll to see if there's anything 
outstandingly different between the three. I mean, I imagine only the one Meyer found has the right. parlor and the night floors written on it. Although I guess mine. Um, so I, I'm not even going to make you roll. Uh, the map that you laid out, um, Hal, while you were walking around, uh, kind of matches up uh, pretty well, you think, with um, the blueprints that um, Dr. B found at City Hall. Um, the the dimensions seem about right. Uh, you know, being being in Abigail's apartment, um, you can you can tell that uh, the layout is is accurate. Um, you can see on the blueprint like where the where the plumbing hookups are, and you know where the where the fixtures and stuff are. Um, you you didn't really look in any of the other apartments. Um, but the hallways are in the right place. The, the void spaces also in the right place. The stairwells, um, doesn't. All right. And how does it compare to the one Meyer found? I mean, it, the, the one that Meyer found was, was kind of crudely drawn, but, uh, everything does seem to be in the right place. Uh, the, there, there are, are weird connections, um, on the, on the second floor at the top of the stairwell where the, where the roof should be. And hang on a second. Um, there is, there is also, um, that other connection to the, to the night floors, on the second floor apartment, or excuse me, the uh, the the first floor, right? Yeah, the weird, yeah, little uh, tunnel that they drew. <clears throat> but apart yep. apart from that, yes, basically all three of them. Everything match up seems to the be in the in the part. same place. Yeah, okay. So a question, Ryan, on the blueprints, every apartment has this like. Weird elongated D shape. Uh, yeah, that's thing the in that's it. the bathtub. They they just oh, okay. put a bathtub wherever wherever it was convenient with the rest of the plumbing. So that's why a lot of people have bathtubs like in what would be their living room. Yeah. Okay. Well. What do the rest of you think? It seems these maps match. With the exception of the uh, odd night floors references and the and the tunnels that lead off into other dimensions. Um, so just some other just some other options right, for well. you guys. Uh, you could try to talk to the other residents if you like. Um, you could you could try asking around in the neighborhood, uh, see if many maybe anybody else has seen something strange. Um, you could try uh, the the uh, art co-op that owns the building is called Art Life. You could you could find them and see what they have to say. Um, you could you could keep doing what you're uh, supposed to be doing and and search Abigail's apartment. You know, uh, take more things down. Um, you seem to be pulling some interesting tidbits out of that. 
Is that- yeah, I think we should definitely go through a lot more of what's on these walls to help us prep for what we might run into eventually. Is that a sperm drawn on the bottom left apartment on the second floor in the on the hand-drawn map? There's something in a brown drawn there. Or a noose. Yeah, could be a noose. Oh, yeah, it looks more like a noose now that you say it. Uh, according to the blueprints, that's an empty apartment. Perhaps we should just look at that. I'm gonna go check that out. Okay. Um. Anyone care to come with me? I suppose we could try and find the, uh, the villa, the, uh, the building manager and get keys to all the empty apartments, really. Who knows? Maybe, maybe we'll find her squatting in one. I know we can't get to the night manager's floor, apparently, but I mean that or I did manage to get through the door on the basement, uh, I mean on the uh, roof pretty easily. We could probably get into the empty ones. Yeah, I'm going to go try that door upstairs, that empty apartment. All right. All right. Also, it seems like roses and butter is here in uh, Abigail's apartments. Have we seen anything about that? You have not. Also, there's a bunch of X's marked on this hand-drawn map. And there's also a man with briefcase and white shoes. The X is like on, it's on each closet, looks like. Yeah. Can we open Abigail's closet? Is there anything uh, nope. in there? Nothing, nothing of note. Hmm. All right. Uh, I'm going to head, uh, or Melinda's going to head upstairs, and I think, uh, Hal, you're coming? Yep. All right, so let's um, head up to... I'm going to help start cataloging and putting more of this stuff on the walls. Maybe we can find you, more clues into what yeah. happened here. Or understand the art to get it to be allowed on the other floors. All right. Uh, so who is who is staying behind to search the apartment, and who is going to the second floor? And is anyone doing anything else? I'm staying. All right. I'm going to the um, so let's do the yep. uh, let's do the search rolls first. Um. James, you and Meyer both make me search. Tell me how you do. I succeeded. 27 out of 40. And 
I too have also succeeded okay. with a 33 out of 41. So I'll give you these two items. A boot to the head. Yeah. Move that. And this one. So this is going to take you again a, a little a little while of um, combing combing through the weird stuff that is glued to the wall. Um, I believe mine was a crit success. What did you roll? Right? Yeah. At thirty-three, right. out of sixty. Uh, in that 41. case, I'll I'll give you um, the diagram. Um, so you find uh, a couple of cocktail napkins uh, with some some weird technical drawings on them. And that is you're you're an engineer, correct? Yes, an electrical okay. and mechanical engineer. And a microelectrical engineer. In that case, um, you, you unfold the napkins. Meticulous plans for odd mechanical machines are drawn in ball, ballpoint pen on what look to be uh, paper napkins with gold initials in the corner, GBR. Uh, one diagram is labeled Leao. Uh, the other is labeled Escriba. Um, do you have craft mechanics at 30% or higher? Okay. Yes, all my crafting is um, at 40. I'm also a f got science at with physics at 40 as well. So this, this really bothers you. Um, whoever, whoever drew these machines, this, this diagram, uh, obviously, obviously knows what they're, what they're doing. Um, you know, all, all of the, all of the, um, symbology and, and the, the notations are, are correct. Um, something, something is wrong with them. Uh, but you, you can't say exactly what it is. You're not really sure, like, what these things are supposed to do, where they get they where, where they get their power. Um, you're you're they they don't make they don't make a lot of sense, but they should. You should be able to parse out what the fuck this is, and you can't. Um, so go ahead, and make me a sand check. That's a big uh, negatory there. Ninety. Out of, um, okay, so you lose one uh, from the unnatural. Um, as you as you try to make heads or tails of these diagrams, um, Phil, you find that strange symbol that I put in the um, in the other folder. Uh, it is a torn sheet of old linen parchment inscribed with an occult symbol in golden ink. Uh, 
Um, when you uh, when you pull it down from the wall, uh, there's a blasting cacophony of sound uh, as a cab driver leans on his horn. Um, you you look out the window and you see an unkempt homeless man in fatigue slowly stumbling across the street, uh, holding a snake that's wrapped around his neck, like uh, draped over his shoulders. Um, what's he, what's he's, he doing? he's just walking, he's walking across the street. The Looks like he's crossing uh, toward the building. I'll, I'll um, watch him. See what he does. He he finishes crossing the street. Uh, the cabbie flips him off and and you know pulls away. Yeah. Um, and he just sort of loiters outside the window and and looks up and and your eyes meet. Um. And then, and then he, um, and then he walks out of you. You can't see him anymore from this vantage point. Um, he's just not. He's just not there. He's gone. All right. Oh. Okay. All right. I'll go back inside. I guess. Uh, right, and what's the symbol look like? So, uh, do you do you uh, have any do you have any occult? I never. I don't. All right. Uh, thirty. I have, I have um, thirty. You recognize it as a, a sigil involved with demonology. Yeah. Um, if you want more, if you want more, you can make a roll. Oh. Uh, yeah, sure. I'll make some bad decisions. Let's see. Well, I got thirty-seven. Uh, so yeah, fail, right. Yeah. So off the yeah, top of your head, you don't know theory. very much more about that, but um, you know, you know who might um the the um occult researcher who's working with you. Yeah, yeah, she'll she'll love it. This will be nice and interesting for her. Um, meanwhile, uh, we cut upstairs to yeah. uh, Hal and Melinda. Um, one of you guys, see if you can give me a roll to get into that apartment. Um, what would it be if you if you've got Not a me. if you've got criminology I'll let you do it at minus 10 otherwise mm-hmm. there's a there's a, a craft lock pick I think or locksmith Nope Not doing any of those It's locksmith I um, have it All right so in that case the two of you get up to the get up to the apartment door find it locked there seems to be nothing outside unusual uh in the hallway Can I run my hand along the top of the door frame and just see if there happens to be a, a key there, like there sometimes is? Mm, make me a luck check. Call it high or low. I'm going to call it high. I rolled 100. Um, All right. It is high. 
Okay. Um, yeah. So I'll 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 give it to you. There's uh, there's a, a a key above the door frame. Someone is an irresponsible homeowner, and I will right. unlock the door. Um, you guys walk into the apartment. Well, nice, nice find. Um, what exactly are you looking for here? All right, I'm gonna. I guess first things first, I'm gonna compare it to the the uh, the. Um, um, yeah, everything everything seems to be in the right place. The layout seems right. The uh, the fixtures are in the right place. Um, this is an empty apartment, so there's no furniture. Uh, everything is everything is clean, but you know, dusty. Uh, the place looks like it hasn't been lived in in um, at least a couple of months, maybe a year. Uh, I'm just gonna look. I mean, there was there was a noose drawn here, so I'm gonna look around and see if there's a noose or anything, or maybe check out why that X might be in the closet. Um, no noose, uh, nothing, nothing as far as like apparitions or encounters and, and nothing in the closet. Um, as, as far as you can see, this place in the daylight, at least seems to be. No. Tom Cruise isn't hiding in the closet. Can I, uh, sure. can I give my search a roll and sure. see if I find anything, anything at all? Yeah, I'll roll. So I got a twenty. I got a twenty-six out of seven. I got a fifty-eight out of sixty-one. Sixty-two. Um. Yeah. Not nothing. Nothing really of of note in here, unfortunately. (sighs) Oh well. Maybe we'll try again at night. You know, your little find of the key on top of the door frame makes me think that we might be able to get to all of the um, unoccupied apartments the same way. I mean, if someone's going to do that once. Well, maybe. I think that this might have been the last person. Probably going to do it again. This might be the last person who rented it, left it up there, and forgot. But uh, if we need to get into any of the others, it's worth a shot. But... Well, which apartment was this? Is there another? Let's see. We're in... It just says up. There's there's another empty apartment across the hall. Uh, yeah. All right, so let me check check the door frame of the Um, empty apartment. I'm not even going to have you you make a luck check. There's, There's no key up there. All right. Was worth it. Yeah. All right. I'll head back down to Abigail's apartment. Nothing upstairs, at least not in the daytime. Uh, you're you're a demonologist, right? Well, I'm an occult specialist. That demonology is part of that. Yes. Why do you ask? <clears throat> oh, I I got this symbol. I, I recognize it as demon some some demonic. Uh... But I'm not sure exactly. Does, what does my uh, occult of eighty tell um, me, Ryan? Okay, uh, it is it is the mark of person, 
which is P-U-R-S-O-N, uh, a demon art, a demon detailed in the Ars Goetia. Um, so just uh, off the top of your uh, person is a great king. Person is a great king right. of hell, uh, being served and obeyed by twenty-two legions of demons. Uh, he knows hidden things, can find treasures, and tells past, present, and future. Uh, taking a human or aerial body, he answers truly of all secret and divine things of earth and the creation of the world at the behest of Baal. Uh, person is depicted as a man with a face of a lion carrying a ferocious viper and riding a bear. Uh, before him, there can be heard a trumpet sounding. Uh, is this and now with this? Is this to summon him, or is this just like his his calling, or is this just like how you would write his um, name? It's the. Oh, it says yeah, person it, around it. Is, it is the mark of of the demon. Uh, you would you would definitely inscribe it uh, in the in the circle uh, if you were if you were contacting a demon via the uh, methods described in the Lesser Key of Solomon. Okay, I, I'll tell him all that. I just, I just. Oh, well, I I have to say this out of character since I wasn't there to notice it. But the, you said it was the demon was um, heralded by the sound of mm-hmm. a trumpet, and that guy with the snake was heralded by the sound of mm-hmm. a horn. So. All right, and I think I noticed that too. I think uh, we're going to have to call it there because it's after ten, and Mister Moya has to go to work. Oh yeah. All righty. Right. That's right, I do. Get over it. I'm, I'm not, over I'm it. gonna be sad about it. Okay, I'm over it now. Um alright, so uh if you guys failed anything and uh made any checks, you can you can increase those skills. Uh before we before we go. Do you guys have anything um any thoughts, comments, suggestions, questions, anything you'd like to see more of or less of? No, it's good. I feel like we're, we're more well. We're starting to flounder a bit, but I think once night comes, we'll uh, be horrible again. Or, you know, once everyone helps try to figure out all what's in the room first, instead of leaving. Yeah. I mean, I, yes, there's stuff in the room, but we're also finding random stuff. Like, we've got some good clues from other places. But, yeah, I think we should probably catalog more of the room. Um, we can find more plane tickets from the yeah. future. Weird. Um, all right, so... I'm having fun with it. I'm thinking we're going. I think yeah, we are flatter, but I think we're dividing and conquering. And we're getting a lot of the information. I think once we get all that together, I think it's going to pick up. You guys did discover a lot about the history yeah. of the building and its builder, and um, some of the some of the fucked up things that you might find uh, if, if you decide to go exploring. Um, all right, so. Uh, with, uh, with that, we'll bring session three of 
impossible landscapes to a close. Uh, does anyone have any final will thoughts? Uh, I have to go drown five children. <laughs>